welcome back. Oh my gosh, we just watched Big Brother. We're all fired up. This is going to be a good show. <laughs> fired up for Bowie Jane. Um, oh, also, okay, so much happening. First of all, yes, we're going to talk about Big Brother at the end of the show. We'll save that. Um, we also have the new segment that we're trying out. Well, we tried it out on the other podcast, but I don't know if that episode's gone out yet. But basically, we asked you guys to send us your fights with your significant other, and we're going to referee them. So we have some voicemails from you guys. And I went on Instagram and I asked you guys what you want us to talk about, and I have some suggestions there. And I have a list of things that happened this week slash fights. So it's going to be a good show. I was going to say, if we're jumping into other people's fights, did we run out of our own? Honestly, <laughs> I think we did. We did it, y'all. We did it, Joe. Um, yes. So we aren't fighting as much anymore. And I think it's because we have so much going on. So much things happening. Babies on the way. Living in two places. There's just so much going on that you would think we'd fight more. But actually, it's brought us together because we're both uh, spiraling constantly together. Yeah. I think we're going in the same direction as a team. Right. Instead of being separated. Well, okay. Where do we start? I guess we should start with, uh, what people have been asking a lot about, which is what are we doing? Um, (laughs) with the babies, are we moving? Where are we going to have the babies? What have we decided? So here's where we're at with that. Um, we don't know. <laughs> no, we know. I think we're going to raise the babies for the first year in L.A. Yeah. I mean, ideally, I would like to be back here in Colorado for the holiday season of next year right. when they're approaching one year of age, when they're starting to hopefully walk and talk. And um, But I do think, and it's a very hard decision. I mean, I think that's kind of what causes me a little bit of anxiety when I wake up in the morning too and my stomach turns a little bit just because we are separated also by families. So it's like your family's in California, my family's here. And it's a very hard decision to make. I have seen a lot of people being like, you guys are happier in Colorado. Shane likes it more in Colorado. And I just want to say this isn't like a me only decision. It's like both of us on the same team talking out every scenario and making the best decision for us collectively. Yeah, I mean, I've gone through a journey with la colorado i we were today looking through pictures of the last six years on rylan's phone i don't know why we start oh i think we're because we were like oh we're going to decorate the la house for christmas this year because we'll be there for the babies so what did we do last you know three years ago when we had christmas there so we were looking at pictures of that house the last time we decorated and it was interesting we we went through like All the eras (laughs) of our lives together. The good years, the bad years. I mean, so many of those. Well, no, we've had good years together, all of them, but different circumstances have made things challenging or great. Right. And I I think originally I I looked at Colorado as like, oh, that's where I'm going to live forever. We're leaving LA. We're going to Colorado. And which I'm so happy we did. I think it brought us closer together. I thought it, I think it jump started us wanting to have kids and being ready for that. And I think um, it's changed our entire lives. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I also think it was like my therapist said, you know, the couple of years ago, my therapist said, you know, she was all for the decision to go, but she was like, but don't feel like you need to run away from your house in LA because you can always make new memories there, make a new life there. It doesn't like just because it's the same house and this doesn't mean that you can't start over where you're at. And 
I think I was very much like, nope, fuck that. Bye. <laughs> Burn it down. See you later. Let's well, sell it. And I, I will say the move here happened organically. We weren't looking for the change. Right. We weren't looking to run away from our lives in L.A. Like we were visiting my family. This house popped up while we were visiting. Like it was very organic. And we did think we were coming here and closing the chapter on California completely. But that doesn't mean that you weren't going through the most traumatic period of your life. And that house did associate all of that trauma for you, even when we would go back to visit to kind of try to tie up loose ends and close that chapter. You did not like it for the first couple of times we went back. No, I hated it. And I think it I think it was because I truly hadn't been able to move on from that chapter of my life. And um, I mean, there was so much that was that was if I when I'm 90 and I look back on my life, I think 2019 is going to be a huge uh, chapter in my brain. I mean, it was, you know, the year I proposed. It was the year we did the conspiracy palette, the year we did that series. You know, it was just an amazing, intense, crazy, sometimes horrible year. I got canceled at some point that year. Not my big one, but you know, <laughs> I got, you know, a really bad one. And it was just, it was just a really hard year. Um, but I think a life-changing year. And I think I used to just associate that house with that year. And now I've almost in my brain been able to see the good in that year. Like I'm so grateful and proud of things that we did that year. And I don't know. It just, I'm just feeling a lot more mentally stable than I was three years ago to where now I feel like I could live in that house, have my children in that house, start new memories. And I'm not going to be spiraling every day about like oh my god this is where i had a panic attack or oh this is where i was when i found out on twitter i got canceled it's like all of that's gone now which is crazy well, we have really brought new life into that house as well and like we've been documenting that organically too like we've made over almost all of the spaces in that house and i think for us it's been really exhausting because when we were full-blown all the way in on colorado I was flying out my podcast co-host twice a month, and then Shane started his podcast. We were flying out like four people, or at least three people, um, once a month for that, and the scheduling, and the organization, and the it was just like financially it doesn't make sense to be flying all those people out so then we just started flying there but then we have all of our animals here and it is like it's a wonderful um a wonderful problem to have i don't even know if we can call it a problem it's just it's become something where we're like especially where the kids are coming right before christmas it just feels like having them in the warmth where we can go out put them in the stroller go on walks get to appointments easier and like settle a little easier to like this huge change in our lives feels the most practical to both of us yeah i don't know i go back and forth <laughs> No, well, no, I don't know. It's hard. But my family's there. Your family's here. There's a lot. We don't want to bore you guys with this, but um, we just you know, want to give you an update of where we're at. I mean, we are in the middle of doing the nursery. The babies are on the way. It's happening. We that's even a little another confusing thing that we I don't know if we've talked about, but figuring out how to get to the babies and get the babies back to our house like it's it's you know, it's different when you're. When you're giving, when when your surrogate is giving birth in a different state, 
it's really complicated to be like, okay, so <laughs> like how safe is it to fly with newborns? Do we live we're in the in Seattle for a little while while it, I don't know, it's a lot. But we're very excited and um not nervous, which we should be. Everybody keeps telling us we should be. And I guess maybe once they come we will be. But for now I feel excited. I mean, I feel like I mean, nothing will prepare you for the actual moment and when the kids are here, but I'm I am trying to prepare myself as much as possible, taking all the courses, doing all the research on products. I'm really like I've fallen into like mom YouTubers, not in like uh, family channels, but more like moms that are like realistic n- night in my life or first 24 hours. For, you know, I really just like all in it. It's all I think about and it's all I do when I'm not working is really kind of watch and read about being parents. Yeah. Oh man. Well, there's our baby update. Um, also, wait, you <laughs> like you go back and forth on it. Now you're going back and forth on Colorado. I feel different every day. I mean, we have two lives. We're living two lives. I know this is like such a good problem to have. And it's probably really annoying to listen to us talk about this. And I already hate us for talking about this. Like, oh, my God, they're complaining because they have two places they live. I know I'm annoyed at ourselves. Um, But yeah, it is hard. It's hard. There's things here I love so much. There's things I love there so much that I used to hate. And now I love them because I'm in a better mental state. So it's just a weird mix. Um, Hmm. And yeah, I grew up there. I was born and raised in L.A. And you know, yeah, now we're having children of our own. Part There's pieces of me that are like, oh, it would be nice to show my kids all these places that I grew up and like, you know, moments that I remember when I was a kid. And I'm sure you have that with, well, you didn't grow up in Colorado, but. I mean, a lot of, I, I did though. I mean, and I do like, I have crazy waves of being like, oh my gosh, I'm ripping the newborns away from my family. And then I feel super guilty about that. But I just like. Well, here's an idea. What if. What if we choose neither and we move somewhere else and we bring both families with us? <laughs> I mean, I would love uh, if we could, I mean, that would be such an ideal world, but we just have to navigate the best we can. Right. Well, speaking of moving, uh, I feel like we need to spice this up or do, talk about something fun because this is even though it's a happy subject, I feel like this has been a little depressing. <laughs> we're not depressed. We're very excited about having babies. I hope you guys don't think there, we're depressed. No, no, no. It's like everything we're living and dreaming for. Uh, that is not what's in question whatsoever. Right. Um, well, speaking of moving, I wanted to give a little movie update because I haven't really vlogged about this in a while. Uh, I'll make a video about it at some point soon, but things are moving forward. So the movie, we are working toward uh, making it next year. We haven't talked to actors because of the strike and everything, but as far as like I, you know, we're right now trying to figure out locations and there is a world where we might have to move out of the country for a month or two and make this movie, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm so excited. Like, I want nothing more than this to become your reality. I finally got to read this script because the first script that Shane was going to execute on, I had already read that. But this one that is now going to be your first movie, um, I finally read. And I could not have loved it anymore. I couldn't put it down. I was on a plane when I was reading it. The plane landed and I was like, ran off the plane, opened my laptop so I could try to finish the script like in the airport while we were getting our luggage. But I just think it's like so thrilling, so heartfelt, scary, funny, but you care about these people and there's like huge twists and turns. I'm just so excited to see it come to life myself. Well, I was so nervous for I I have had this script for two years. I wrote it um, two years ago with my friend, uh, Michael Gallagher, and we 
have had it for two years and I never let you read it because I was too scared. I thought, oh, it's too weird. It's a weird movie. I was like, there's no way you're going to like this. You're going to check out. You're going to be like, this is boring. This is weird. This is confusing. So I was very scared. And when you said you liked it, it like made my whole life. Oh, oh my gosh. I loved it. And I, it, it will be very interesting <laughs> if we have to go out of the country with our twins. Um, that will be a, a little bit into the new year though. So we'll figure it out. It's always something and always an adventure with us, but I'm so excited about that and that you're finally like moving forward on executing pre-production. I know there is the strike, but you guys were filing for the SAG contract because movies still can be made if you, you know. Yeah, if you're making a low low budget movie like we are, I mean, we're talking like, of under a few million dollars which sounds like a lot of money but really in movie world that's like really low i think most even low budget movies that you see and you're like god this looks like shit this is low budget those are usually five ten million dollar movies so we're trying to make it very low um and yeah so it's just been very fun and exciting and uh yeah i'm excited to like actually sit down and make a video about it and show you because i've been filming all the behind the scenes and little moments and yeah so i'm excited to show you guys that what well, I just wanted to say what I'm so impressed by is how much work you have, like another full time job on top of all of your other full time jobs. And I'm like, damn, this man is really working because you're like storyboarding the movie. You're doing all the meetings for the movie. You wrote the script for the movie. And I'm just like, wow. And you're still getting all your other stuff out that is like forward facing that people get to enjoy. Okay. In the present I appreciate day. all that. But what are you trying to get out of me right now? Nothing, honestly. You're being too nice. No, what I'm, do you want? I'm very impressed that this has come out of you. Like, I, we were riding in the car the other day, and I was like, damn, he really is, like, a creative. And I'm, like, so I, – I am proud of you because I'm like, wow, Aww. he's going to, like – I do believe that you will make movies for a living, and I think that's incredible. Okay. First of all, that's so nice. Thank you. I love you. Second of all, this is fights with Shana Ryland. There has not been a fight yet, and they're bored. Oh, I could start fighting with okay. you. Thank God. So let's talk about, because why I said that I feel like, uh, what do you want out of me? Because why are you being nice to me? Because it started getting me to think. I have realized to to get you to do anything I want, all I have to do is offer to buy you food, oh, which I have always bought you food. I never knew that was a thing that could sway you. So, for example, we went to a coffee shop the other day and I had a very long line. Probably a 30 minute line, like no exaggeration. It was crazy. And there's an option to walk up and get the coffee there. Right. So you don't have to wait in the line. And I was like, can you can you wait in the line? Like, please. Like the walk up line rather than the drive through. And I didn't want to get out and wait in the line because I look like shit. And he looked fine. I was like, can you I wait didn't in look line? fine. I wasn't wearing You're underwear. Skinny. You always look fine. So. <laughs> skinny privilege so i felt like a big old trash bag and you look fine and you were in your little yoga pants and i was like please can you get out and you were just like no i'm no, not no, wearing no. like gay tight yoga pants <laughs> i have like whatever whatever so then you were like no i'm not gonna get out well, let's just go home and i said uh i'll i'll buy you lunch and you were like okay out of that car faster than he could say lunch because here's the thing like i i, I don't there's something about me is like we never I'm not good at having like lunch food in the house to prepare, but I need lunch or I'm going to like self implode. Like I'll get a headache and then I'm miserable and then I can't function. And so when you offer to buy me lunch, I'm like, Oh, I'll do whatever you want. Anything and everything. Which is crazy. It's like $20 to buy you lunch. That like 20, like that's what I can. So now that I know this, <laughs> every time I want something, I don't know every single time I have some sort of like financial block when it comes to like, ordering lunch what 
you're trying to start another fight. Okay, let me just explain what happened because I, I don't want I don't want to keep you guys out of the loop. Rylan's mouth is getting kind of cotton ball, you know, like, <laughs> and, it, and and I and I was protecting you guys because I was like, okay, I can deal with this. Even my misophonia isn't totally peaked yet, but like you guys at home listening to this, like you're gonna start to hear this sound. Please don't give so them ammo. I They're looked at him and I gave him a sign language for take a drink of something because your mouth is like doing that thing and so that's what just happened just letting you guys know i didn't want to call him out because i was trying to to not embarrass him but he just called it out so that i called it out well i just don't want to give them more ammo because a lot of people are already like i can't watch you eat and i'm like well when i'm vlogging or doing a video i exaggerate it to the wait max. who said they can't watch you eat so many people are oh like god, i have to fast forward when he oh my gosh wait are you serious i'm gonna do like fights with me in the world right now whoa <laughs> i'll work on getting a song for that um so yeah that was pretty much all i wrote down well i wrote down that we had oh, these are not fights i wrote down that we had fun we went to this crazy restaurant that's like bright pink and there was divers inside but you guys don't want to hear about that because it was fun it wasn't a fight um well, there's a vlog coming up about that anyway okay Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline promo um oh my cup addiction i guess that's kind of a fight so lately i've realized and by lately i mean my entire life i've realized that i have an addictive personality sometimes i get obsessed with something and i can't get enough of it and my current obsession is cups i have probably 200 starbucks cups that's a lie it's probably only like 50 but i have a lot of starbucks cups every time i go to target and they have the starbucks in there and they have new cups i'm like oh my god it's what what cup is it this season um i got two last night they're I so do pretty everything in my power to keep him away or keep him from looking at those cups because we don't need more of those cups and they're not dishwasher safe they like all <sighs> but here's the thing it's what i need you know what i mean like for my mental health i need to buy cups that i'm never going to use and i'm only going to probably use once and forget about them i need that like to keep myself sane so i feel like as my husband you should be supporting me and knowing that it's it's helping me wake up in the morning no i feel like <laughs> we tried for so long to for a long time i would say we were hoarders because we loved things and the house became one big trinket or what would you call them chachi what well <laughs> to, what are the, what do you call <laughs> chachkis yeah chats, chachis <laughs> so i don't need three cupboards full of starbucks cups that when are used sit in the sink for a week well, until what, I what clean would you them. what would you rather have three cupboards of pills three cupboards of alcohol three cupboards of uh heroin are you like what's wrong with three what cupboards of starbucks do? cups okay Fine. That's what I'm what I'm saying Keep is buying the Starbucks it's cups. my addiction and I feel like it's okay. I feel like there's worse things to be addicted to. Right? Fine. Do you I'm, guys agree with me about this? I'm just gonna start throwing the ones that are in the very back that haven't been used for five months, or I'm gonna take them to the goodwill. Uh oh, here we go. Guys, guess what? What? We have a sponsor today. Okay, first of all, thank you so much, Prize Picks. They were a sponsor of us the last time, and they came back because you guys actually used the app and played, which is amazing, and that makes me so excited. Prize Picks, if you don't already know, is the 
biggest, largest, independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Ryland, do you have anything to say? Oh, yeah. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. So instead of betting against thousands of players, including the pros and the sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch as the winnings roll in. Now, I think this is so fun, especially to like bond with the sports lovers in your life. Like Mm. when I'm with my brother and that's what he's doing, him or like me and his wife, we can pull this out and feel like we're part of the crew. And it's a fun way for me to like have something to feel invested inside of the game because just watching the screen I'm honestly quite not interested at all exactly yes and it's very simple and easy to play you can make your picks and uh, submit your entries in less than 60 seconds and you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps and listen once again it's just fun to judge based on the pictures. I know it's wrong to judge the books by the covers, but honestly, sometimes your gut is right. And it's fun because then you could be like, oh my God, look, I'm a psychic. Like my guy won, your guy's lost. Ha ha. If sports are going to be on your TV anyway, you might as well make it fun for yourself. Exactly. So go to prizepicks.com slash grower and use code grower for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's prizepicks, P-I-C-K-S dot com slash grower. Use code grower and they will match your $100 deposit. So yeah, check it out and let us know how you do and uh, send us an email and let us know how much you win. All right, enjoy your prize picks. Okay, I'm so excited because for this segment, we have voicemails from you guys giving us your fights for us to referee. Woo-hoo. And I already know Ryland's going to take the wrong side. Oh, please. Here we go. Hi, quick question. It gets kind of dark. Um, to say that Cheeto was outside and got hit by a car and fell, oh my God. And fell into the drain and um, say that uh, Ryland was like, oh, we should just put a box over Cheeto and wait till he disintegrates. Because if we try and take him out of the drain, he'll fall apart. What? That fucked up. Because my grandma said to put a box over my cat and let her disintegrate before we take her out. Anyway, just wanted to know because she we got into a whole fight. So <laughs> sorry, it's long. Hold on, I might need to listen to the beginning of that one more time because I, I don't understand the what drain the shower drain. No, the I cat have a question. Got hit. Um, so say that Cheeto was outside and got hit by a car and fell. Oh my god, and fell into the drain. And um, say that uh, Ryland was like, "Oh, we should just put a box over Cheeto and wait till he disintegrates." Okay. <laughs> First wow. Of all, okay, interesting twist. I did not expect a uh fights with my grandma voicemail that was new i know i was like kick him out like leave this man forever you should okay here's here's what i would say and this is a little dark too get a very large cardboard box put stop it, it put it <laughs> i thought you were gonna say on your grandma put it over your grandma oh my. while you guys are watching wheel of fortune <laughs> and say sorry bitch just waiting for you to disintegrate because <laughs> that's a move that's a chess move hi and uh, that's iconic. No, I'm confused. So the cat, which, by the way, rest in peace. I'm so we sorry. We listened twice. How are you confused? Because what does that mean? The cat fell in the drain. The cat got so, out, got hit by a car, and I know. fell into the drain. The, but the gutter? Yes. Now, the gutter, if the cat fell into the gutter, how wouldn't it? How would you even see the cat? Because wouldn't it be in the gutter? Mm. How, would you throw a box into the gut? I guess I don't understand that part. <laughs> Either way, I understand that your grandma is just, you know, doesn't want 
Because, yeah, I don't know. I'm, how long has the cat been there? Because if the cat ha- has been in the water for that long, maybe it would disintegrate? I think the bigger problem is now the cat has passed. It's like, have a little bit of respect. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whose side I'm on, but please pull that joke on your grandma because it's iconic. Next. Hi, Shane. Hi, Rylan. I'm a huge fan. Um, so I am answering um, one of the fights that me and my significant other have had. So... One of the fights he recently had was him jacking off in the shower. Um, And preface, I'm all about self-pleasure, self-love. However, the reason I got upset was because when he he had come home from work, you know, and I was butt naked on the bed. And honestly, I wasn't trying to do anything. I just was comfy. Okay. Um, And anyways, so then... I had asked him to take a shower, um, and in my head, that implies, hey, I'm trying to do something, mm. um, but anyways, he showers, and he comes out, TMI, on my touches, the head of his penis, and then when I touched it, it's gooey, so mm. then I'm like, hmm, odd, you know, and I'm like, what the heck, like, why is it like that, and he's like, oh, I just peed, and then anyways, point is, he told me he jacked off, he had a whole a fight. I, I got in my field. I mean, we got past it, but still. Mm. Who side were you on? I'd love to know. Thank you. I mean, it is disappointing that he wanted to get off and you were right there as the option and he chose to just go in the bathroom and handle it himself. I would feel excluded as well. Yeah, that's a hard that's a hard one. <laughs> um, like you i feel like i don't know how to sugarcoat this yeah there there might be a problem you might want to like have a real conversation with i mean him about this and i do understand like if it was in the morning before work and it was like you weren't awake yet because I, I do feel like sometimes you you do get mad at me shane if you're like oh there wasn't a lot meaning like you think that i had recently done something had you no, I haven't in a long time because a lot of the time, if I have like an urge in the morning and you're not up, I just have to wait because I know that if I do something, I won't be as in the mood later. <gasps> and then if we do do something, you'll be like, you'll know. And then you always call me out on it. <laughs> so it's been years since I've done something like that alone because you always call me out on it. And I'm just like, oh. No, I mean, but that's more of that's more of a joke. I don't really actually care. I mean, I think the difference is if you were to jerk off or, you know, when I'm a sleeper so that's that's different but but if I'm like laying in bed like hey and then you go and jerk off to the other room that's what I mean like maybe maybe you should have a real conversation about this because I have a memory and once again I don't want to turn this into a dark thing so there's probably nothing wrong you and your boyfriend are fine but I have a memory of years ago I was in a relationship uh eh, not really a relationship kind of a it was a short relationship and um and I had a similar experience where I was kind of at the in my brain. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be in a relationship with this person. I don't think this is going to work out. We don't really like the same things. Like, I don't really know. And it was the same kind of thing where I knew that they wanted to. But I was like, no, I guess I didn't jack off, though. So maybe never not. It's different. <laughs> I just left. So, you know, that's what I mean. Like, maybe have a conversation, see what's really going on, because you deserve somebody who is going to jump on you when you're, you know, offering. You Right? Yeah. And honestly, if 
I'd be kind of offended too because I'd be like, did I spark what made him horny? Like him walking into the bedroom with me butt naked and then he went to the bathroom to do the job himself. I would also have a conversation with him because if it's something that's persistent or that, I mean, maybe it's something deeper that you guys both need to address yeah. in your sex life. But not to get too deep. It's probably nothing. And your boyfriend was probably like, sorry, I didn't know that you were naked. I just went to the shower. Um, all right. Here's the next one. Wait, this one? Oh, my God. Hi. So I saw your Instagram post and you were talking about refereeing fights. Um, <clears throat> so me and my wife, we very rarely fight. We're so gay. We love each other a lot. Um, but one time we had an argument about what Pokemon character that I would be. And I wanted to be Abra because Abra's really cool. And she said that I am not chill enough to be Abra. And so the fight continued. And... um and then I called her side up because she gets migraines. So anyway, it's a tiny little fight and it's really insignificant. But I mean, if you pick it, thank you. Bye. I would like to say never leave this person because you are never going to find another human being on the planet who wants to even have a fight or discussion with you about which Pokemon <laughs> character. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They're out there. But but you found the one. Treat her like a queen. You're so lucky. If I was to sit here and be like, okay, Redlin. What, you know, Titanic character am I? And what are you? You'd literally be like, uh huh. And then you'd leave the room. So you're very, very lucky. I think this is a fun fight. And I think it's really cute. And I, I even though you said it's a fight, I doubt it was a real fight. And if it was a real fight, then you have found somebody as uh, unstable as you, which is even better. I mean, I relate in a, in a, in a way, because I feel like everyone always puts people in the categories of like Harry Potter. And it's like, I don't even know the different categories inside of Harry Potter. And I still get upset when they're calling me something okay. that I know is insinuating something. Slytherin. Okay. <laughs> I only know this because I've been friends with Harry Potter fanatics and I've made parodies like over the years. So, okay, let's break it down. From what I remember, Slytherin, which is like the evil, you know, snaky, mm -hmm. you know, dark well, ones. What I'm saying, if you called me one Hufflepuff, of these, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate you. Of course, Hufflepuff, which is the one that everybody says they are. I've been accused of being a fake Hufflepuff in the past, although I have done a test online, multiple, and it always says Hufflepuff because those are always so accurate. <laughs> and yeah, but Hufflepuff is the one that everybody wants to be. They're like, I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. Why are they just like genuine and caring and kind? Genuine, sweet, amazing. I think it's the one that Harry is. I don't know. I haven't seen the movies. Then there's Gryffindor. I know nothing about that one. Uh, that's probably the one everybody is because it's like boring, but nobody wants to say they're Gryffindors. Everybody's like, I'm Hufflepuff. And then there's Ravenclaw. I think Ravenclaw, from what I remember, is lesbians. Now this is only because <laughs> every lesbian friend I've had over the years has been a Ravenclaw. <laughs> I think it's because Ravenclaw's colors are purple and black, and that's a very, like, high school lesbian color scheme. Um, and I'm just speaking from experience. So those are the rankings. And, Ryland, I would say that you are Ravenclaw. Oh, thank you. Yeah. See, I was going to say, if you were going to pin me as a Slytherin, I was no, about to come for you. And then Slytherin. I could relate to the woman who got uh, pinned as a Pokemon she didn't identify with. Right. Because the personality <laughs> trait is offensive. Um, no, I don't think I'm like spiteful or mean. I'm not looking for the worst or to do the worst to somebody. But if somebody attacks me, I'm not going to be afraid to. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, next one. Hey, Shane, this is Stephanie uh, calling about fighting with your significant other. Well, me and my husband always get in fights all the time about who found what first. So, like, for example, I'll find 
we'll watch a TikTok together, and I'll be like, oh, send that to me so I can show so-and-so. And I show them, and I'll say, look what I found. And my husband will be like, dude, you didn't find that. I found that. Mm. And he's saying I'm stealing credit from him. Mm. And I guess I do this all the time. And he's like, dude, you're always stealing credit. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, awesome. and it bothers mm-hmm. him so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he won't let me send myself stuff that we see on his phone anymore. Mm. He's like, no, this is <laughs> this is what I found or whatever. Mm. But, yeah, it's silly, petty little fights, but no, it's, it's real. pretty bad. It's real. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Bye. Love Why you. are you acting like you experienced this? Okay, so it's... My experience, so by the way, I'm going to let you know you're 100% in the right. He's in the wrong. Um, my experience is not with TikToks and stuff. What? Well, because you don't even, every time I send you a reel, because I'll send you like three or four at like five in the morning, and I'm expecting by the time I wake up that you'll have a reaction mm. to them. And you don't, you don't it's watch them. It's so much pressure to like have to wake up and react to everyone individually. I know, but every time I, every time. Three hours after I wake up, I turn to you and I say, did you watch what I sent you last night? And you're like, no. And then I make you watch them in front of me and you love them. Yeah. So I'm I'm giving you gold, but whatever. But I appreciate it. I welcome. like when people watch something, think of me and send it to me. I'm just going to get to it probably a week later. Right. Now, what I was going to say is I will say something, right? Like an opinion on something. So let me give a fake example. We'll be watching a movie and I'll be like, you know, I feel like the ending of that movie didn't really work and I feel like the main character should have died right I've just made that up and then Rylan will be like mm, I don't agree and I'm like really because I feel like this this and this and then we'll kind of get quiet whatever and then I'll be watching the sip his podcast check it out <laughs> oh please and he'll be like oh I saw this movie and Lizzie's like what'd you think and he's like I felt like the ending wasn't that great I feel like the main character should have died and I'm like that was my opinion and you do that with everything i hear you do that in your vlogs on your podcast and listen here's the way i justify it it's kind of cute and sweet that like we agree on things or or that i persuaded you to agree with me on something and then you pretend like it's your opinion like it's kind of cute but then sometimes when it's like a very specific unique point of view and i hear you talking about it like it's your own i get a little offended because i'm like this, this that that was me. That's my thought. I would like a real life example so I can defend myself. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not a psycho. I don't keep track of every time you steal my opinions. Okay, I wouldn't say that you're like. Okay, I, I wouldn't say I you're, know I'm right. Okay, because it happens so much. It happens once a week. Uh, next time it happens, I will call. No, I don't want to call you out because no, just I don't want write you to it change. down and we'll bring it up on this podcast oh, okay. in real time. So it's like a freshie. All right. And you guys follow along. Check out the sip. <laughs> Thanks. Shout Any, out. Anytime he has a hot take or, or, oh, un, or a controversial opinion. Uh, yeah. Next time know. I get canceled for saying something. I'm like, that was my husband's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Hi. I've sound like a million voicemails different occasions. <laughs> Love you all. You can post this whichever... <laughs> Um, She's podcast. eating peanut butter right now. It was about couples. Well, I, I just came off the most recent, the third episode of You and Rylan, and you <laughs> asked about like fights I've had with my significant other. Mm-hmm. So when I first started dating my boyfriend, I noticed that he had a lot of girl best friends and had all their their locations, and Ooh. that sparked the fight. Like, mm-hmm. why did I not know this? Mm-hmm. Um, sharing locations. Can we talk about that? 
Uh, yeah, that's horrifying. And I would also get in a fight if Shane was following one of his ex's location. That's such an intimate thing. And it's, uh, oh, she didn't say exes, though. She said like, or oh, friends or maybe she did. I don't know. It's a pretty serious thing to have somebody's location 24 hours a day. Here's what I will say. <clears throat> I don't know how to do that. So your family is a bunch of psychos, you included, because you all follow each other. Like, like. I don't know how you even figured this out. Like your mom knows how to do this. Like your grandma knows how to do this. You can look at your friends or your family and see where literally where they are on a map. It's like, you're like, oh my God, my mom's at Costco. And like, and I'm like, how do you know that? You're like, oh, our locations. And then you guys get into fights because you're like, oh, I can't see this person's location. Oh, this person blocked me or oh, blah, blah. it's such a weird, toxic, very, very Facebooky culture of following people's locations. And I'm like, first of all, how did you figure out how to do that? Why did you figure out how to do that? And this is weird. Well, I only have very few people's locations. Like, Why? Why do you need to know where your mom is 24 hours a day? Um, I don't like, cause if I'm by her house and I want to pop in, I can check and see, oh, is she home? Or I don't know, it's just fun. If somebody's on vacation, you can kind of see where they're at. Or if <sighs> Lizzie's on the way to film the podcast, I can know like how many minutes I have until I need to be ready. Do you have mine? No. You have to Shouldn't you have Okay, if you're going to have everybody, shouldn't you be mad that you don't have mine? I Do would you... love to have yours and I've tried to set it up on multiple occasions <laughs> and it doesn't ever work and then you're mad and then you don't want it and mm. then I'm just like whatever. Um, but really I only have like my mom, my brother, my aunt and Lizzie. Hmm. Whatever. I think it's toxic and weird and I think that you should get in hack into your boyfriend's phone, delete all of his location buddies. <laughs> And then put a box over him and say, I'm waiting till you disintegrate. I will say sometimes less, less information is more. Slytherin. He's a very a Slytherin vibes. Me? No. <laughs> no your boyfriend. Oh, right. <sighs> That's weird. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I, who knows? It's probably innocent. But, you know, it's fun to pick a little fight about it and be like, who are these? What's going on? I think it would cause a real fight for us if you opened my really? phone and saw... Imagine oh, your exes like or you even have, or even like, if I had a bunch of like gay friends and I had all of their locations 24 7 wouldn't you be like uh... Yeah, <clears throat> I guess yeah, I don't know I, I mean, wonder though it I feel like because our relationship is pretty secure like I don't worry I feel like if I had other red flags or other things that I worried about consistently in our relationship or caught you lying to me or then finding the find my friends thing would be a little more alarming. Mm. If I found it in the state of our current relationship, I'd be like, oh. I mean, listen, all of these fights are legit and I'm thank you guys for sending them. If you have more, send them to us. I'll put the phone number in the description. But I do want to say a real fight would be if your boyfriend hit your cat and then said, let's put a box over it and disintegrate whilst telling you that he's a Hufflepuff whilst, <laughs> whilst having all his exes on locations on whilst telling you that you are the dumb Pokemon. Now, if that, if all of that happens in a row, leave him. But if one of the things happens, it's just a little fun fight, which also can spark into something real, you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm trying to sugarcoat it. These people are fine. Oh, okay. They're all fine. The relationships are healthy and good and nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah, the worst one was with the grandma. And right. there's really nothing you can do about your own grandma. Yeah, kick so. her out. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. So I have an idea. So I went on Instagram and I asked you guys what you want us to talk about. Now, I am too scared to look because, listen, even though the podcast Instagram is a lot of support, 
a hater will sneak through and say something very mean to me. So I uh, usually avoid looking at comments or anything like that. So to save myself from getting triggered and wanting to die, do you want to look through these <laughs> and read the suggestions? It is Instagram. I mean, it is funny that it feels like Instagram specifically people feel empowered to be rude. But let's see. Um, oh, we'll start off. Well, okay. Actually, a lot of people are asking about Big Brother, which is crazy. Ooh. Should I save those for our Big Brother moment? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, somebody's asking how being parents is going to affect our relationship. I don't think we'll really know until we're in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. What's your biggest ick of each other? I feel like we've gone through so many in our lives, right? I'd say you could clean your butt more. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, that's just, you know, the, that, period. That isn't a problem here because we have a bidet. In California, I <laughs> I need to get a bidet at every place I live because wiping my ass, like, to an exhausting amount is just awful. Can I just say how refreshing it is for uh, people to know that you have a dirty butt? Because I feel like you would look at us and think that I have the dirtier butt. I don't think But I... my butt hy- hygiene is top tier my <laughs> okay keep going okay um okay when the twins get older are y'all gonna find out whose sperm made which twin that's not something that's of super importance to me and i don't think to either of us but i do think it will be obvious. clear yeah i think it'll be obvious but i don't think we're gonna make it a thing like i i do listen we're not gonna like keep things from our kids if they ask or if they want to know or they want to know more and you know we're not going to be like i don't know it's a secret like Like, we're going to be honest and be like listen like you know yes when they're old enough they're 10 or 13 or they're they're, gonna start having questions they're gonna come home from school and be like where's mom they're gonna have a lot of questions you know (laughs) oh my god they're gonna listen back to this podcast oh my god what's next oh a lot of baby questions one of them is just simple what are you most looking forward to doing with the twins oh my gosh i mean so much especially around holidays like when we like going to a pumpkin patch and like with their little jackets and they're looking at pumpkins or like christmas and like the snow and they're playing in the snow um and just little things like tucking them in and reading them stories oh yeah like big picture i can't wait for the traditions big and small like weekly and for holidays uh but like newborn stage i just can't wait to be with them and be in that first phase of like being present holding them just getting to know i i like cannot wait yeah we're excited are y'all going on parent leave if so for how long was that another y'all yeah is this a thing I guess everyone's on to y'all. Wow. It must be a TikTok thing. Um, okay. Sorry, what was it? Oh, are we going on? They called it parent leave, but I'm maternity leave. Or I don't know what it is for men. We have not figured that out. Um, we don't know. I think we obviously will probably have to take some time off. Uh, but we don't want to leave y'all for too long. So <laughs> I don't know. I Yeah. I mean, we're not going to know what our life is going to look like until we're in the thick of it. And from what I can tell with a lot of twin parents online uh, through parasocial relationships, uh, 
it seems like it will be a lot for a minute, but I'm hoping that we'll have some time to either pop on to this audio podcast or that I'll be able to like put out a vlog that's minimally edited of us just adjusting to life as parents. So we're going to try as much as we can, but I'm also not going to force something or like try to force myself to work when we're soaking it in because I do want to try to be so present because we're never going to have those moments back. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. Somebody said, uh, thank you for vowing to not exploit your children. I give you big props. <laughs> it's a sad world when you get props for <laughs> that, but I, I appreciate the props. Um, cause yeah, it is, it is rough out there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting. We still haven't figured out what we're going to do. Um, because yeah, I think we're living in two different worlds with that. I would rather never show our children's faces. You're like a little more like come on, we can show them in the background. Like we don't have to put the camera in their no, face. I think we can show them. I don't want any of our content to revolve or like, I don't want a storyline in a video to no. be based upon them necessarily. Um, I do think when they're newborns, I'm a little more flexible. And then once they start having like real personalities and thoughts, and that's when I would really want to make sure that we're very careful. I also think it's, it's a weird place for me because I follow a lot of people, a lot of YouTubers and, you know, movie review channels. And I follow a lot of people on, on Instagram and YouTube who show their kids, but it doesn't feel exploit, exploitive exploitative or whatever yeah it doesn't feel exploitive and it, it just feels like they're they love their kids and they're showing them and but the difference is i have been canceled a lot i have a lot of people that don't like me and to have my child's face at any in any way associated with that or in any way like i don't know it just makes me sick to my stomach i never want my kids to feel like i don't know it just feels weird to me but that's a personal thing and i'm working on it through therapy so i don't really know but uh, but yeah, we're definitely never going to exploit or shove the camera in their face or call a video like, you know, Jet and Max farted. Like, that's not <laughs> what we're going to do. So don't worry. Um, okay, go into your birth charts. So we talked about this at nauseum, I guess. I'm a Cancer. You're a Taurus. It doesn't get any more Cancer and Taurus than that. Oh, my God. In every single fucking way. Um, and yeah, our our children are going to, I think, be Sagittarius on the verge of Capricorn. It, right. it just depends on when they're born with an opportunity quite honestly what's november what well i started looking the other day and the average so like i'm not saying this is like full term for twins is 37 38 weeks but the average twin birth happens at 35 weeks and that would actually put us into the last week of november mm, google it i think that's scorpio but i don't know google it okay which I would love. I love Scorpios. I know I know Scorpios get a bad rap. Like, oh my God, they're so mean and evil. I don't know. I, love I get along with Scorpios very yeah. well. Um, okay. Thoughts on... While he's looking, let's move on to thoughts on Gen Z's obsession with tattoos and piercings. What? Really? Okay. Um, I have no thoughts on that. Good for you guys. <laughs> I think whatever makes anyone happy, that's fine. I did find out... Um, they will still likely be Sagittarius because oh. it's November 22nd to December 21st. And that's kind of in the range of like 34 weeks all the way to 38 weeks. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's good. Okay. You know what it's time for? Hi, good day, Ju Julie. Uh, <laughs> oh, it, we're officially changing it to good day, Julie. <laughs> good for day, this Julie. Because this week is all about 
Bowie Jane, the 34-year-old DJ who's definitely not 45. Um, Bowie. God, I love her. Bowie, Bowie, Bowie. Even Julie drags Bowie. It is wild to me the, like, backhanded digs that Julie makes on live shows at her. Yeah, Julie definitely, uh, I don't know what Bowie did to Julie. (laughs) I think maybe it's because Bowie says, good day, Julie. And I think Julie's like, stop trying to have a moment. Shut the fuck up. Like, I I, I think that's why. Also, Julie um, has started to mute people. I don't know if she's doing it, but started to mute people's microphones when they're leaving the eviction uh, room. When they're like, shout out to my mom and my dad. Like, now they're muted. So thank you, Julie. Or whoever's in charge, because I fucking hate the shout outs. Um... Okay, so can Bowie- you imagine you're just like at home? You haven't seen me for three months, and they mute me saying, "I love you, shit." Listen, a real, a real supportive spouse would be watching the live feeds twenty four hours a day, and I'm sure on the live okay, feeds okay. you would be giving me you're your right, shots. You're right. Okay, so obviously these are going to be spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. If you haven't seen Big Brother, and if you don't watch the live feeds, skip this. Here we go. Bowie is H O H. She has put up Felicia and Sari on the block. And we just finished the episode about her HOH week, and she was not in the episode. (laughs) Everyone else was in the episode talking about who should be nominated. And Bowie came in at the last two minutes of the episode and was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. It was crazy. I was like, wow, even the producers of this show don't care about Bowie Jane. Well, no. And it was funny because she did have a moment at the very beginning where she's like, what I do know is I'm not going to be afraid to make a big move. Uh, and then she was nowhere to be found for 40 minutes. And then at yeah. the very end, uh, she, I was impressed that she's working with uh, Matt and Jag and they heavily insinuated who they wanted up, which is Cameron and Blue. And she was just like, nope, not putting up Cameron. And I was like, okay, even though she's like kind of just doing for the most part what people want, I respect that she was like, nope, he's had me. I'm going to have him. Well, you're not going to like these spoilers. Oh, are you kidding me? (laughs) No. Has Vito already been played? We'll get to it. Did somebody, did Cameron get backdoored? We'll get to it. I will blow my fucking head. Whoa. 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 I was going to say load, and then I tried to censor myself, and that turned into something that worse. Was worse. Yeah, good Whoa. day. Um, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But first, we need to talk about, I would say, the most important storyline of this week, uh, followed by, I think, an apology that you're going to have to give. Because, I'm going to have to give one after that statement just now. Yeah, um, because if you weren't watching, then uh, you wouldn't know. But Felicia revealed the story behind her missing tooth. Yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh. Sorry. It's just iconic. Like, I love nothing more than when she pulls that thing out. She holds that thing. She takes it she out to brush really, it. She treats that tooth like a fidget spinner. She is always fiddling with that tooth. And so I'm not laughing because of the story behind it. No. Just the sentiment. No. So, yes, Felicia uh, told a story about her ex and how he knocked her fucking mm. tooth out. And that's why she's missing a tooth. It was a very sad story. It's really, really horrible. Um, but it made me rethink the fact that that we for the last two episodes have been you specifically have been mocking her her whistle which now knowing the backstory feels really inappropriate what do you mean mocking that was your favorite thing in the world (laughs) for like a month every time we would end a word a word that ends with s you would I know, but now I feel guilty and bad because I did not know. I thought, well, granted, listen, it's never making fun of her. We love her. So it's, I feel like she would laugh 
as well at the whistle and we're not the only ones that comment on the whistle the whistle is my favorite thing she does anyways we love felicia we're so happy that she got out of that relationship and um also we just love she needs to sell teeth as merch well i would say she's consistently one of the most entertaining on the show she really brings it all of the time for the laughs for the mind-blowingness and i was so glad that she didn't get evicted last week because i'm so like that normally when big brother does like a backstory i'm like rolling my eyes a little bit but this one like it really did it was awesome to hear and i'm glad that she made it to another week so we could all get to know that story yes i agree um okay are you ready for the spoilers not really before the spoilers come can i just say like my least favorite character became weirdly one of my favorite characters like i did not like cameron at the beginning of the season and i think I still, I've been watching less of the live feeds and what bothered me about him was a lot of his arrogance and and just that he was like running a dictatorship when he was HOH. Um, but because he was, he became such a punching bag for the house, it was pretty incredible to see him just win, 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 yeah. and like fight his way back to the top of this house mm-hmm. and to maintain the way he has. So if these spoilers are that he has been backdoored, I'm going to be like, well, where's the drama? Where's the entertainment? And that's why I all of a sudden like Cameron, because he is the show right now. <sighs> yes, um, I agree. Um, I did always find it weird when he would call himself daddy in third person, but... It's okay now because <laughs> I agree. I do like him. Um, so what has happened is Jag has won the veto <gasps> and they have convinced Jag and Matt have convinced Bowie and it, this will happen by the time we wake up in the morning. So I don't know what, what will actually happen, but what is going to happen supposedly is um, Jag is going to use the veto on Felicia and then Bowie is going to put up Cameron and backdoor him. That sucks. Why can't they get out? I can never even remember his name. Corey. Corey. Why can't they get out Corey? Like, I'm sick of Corey. <laughs> I Like, he's a nice guy, but it's like, I don't know. Here's what I will say. Um, and listen, I don't want to censor myself, but I have had an interesting month since the last time we recorded where um, I have... Did I talk about this yet? I have had communication with some of the evicted houses. <laughs> And it has changed my life and it has changed my perspective. Uh, guys, strap in. I was DMing with Heisem. Oh. I know. Now, listen, in the beginning of the game, Heisem was my, not my favorite. I thought he was a lot and right. a little bit of a dictator. Right, right, right. Now, as the weeks progressed, Heisem became my ultimate favorite and my king. And I loved everything he was doing, the chaos, the drama, the all of it, right? So he gets evicted. I'm following him, obviously, on Instagram. And then I first, I, I don't check my DMs. But then I randomly, I don't even know what happened, how I got there. But I checked my DMs with Heisem. And he had messaged me. And we went back and forth for a few days. And now, like, I'm like, oh, my God. This man is my friend. <laughs> no, we're not. He does, he's, he does not want to be considered my friend, probably. But I consider him a friend. I love Heisem. And then it happened with, it happened with Kirsten. She DM me. I follow her. And I was like, oh, my God, Kristen. And then it happened with uh, like three other people from the house. So now I'm in this weird place where I'm like, OK, you can no longer. T- but here's the thing, because even we- you just calling Corey right now, like annoying. I'm like, but what if but what if me and Corey become friends after this? So here's so what thing. am I going to But can I have I, to keep it real. Can I have I, to keep it real. But can I just tell you all like what this proves to me time and time again is like 
I don't like how, and there's so many ways a person is forced to do what they think is best for them to survive that week in the Big Brother house. I really don't think it's an accurate way to portray or judge their character as real people. So like Corey has been annoying me in the house, but like, I like Corey. I think he's a, a perfectly fine guy that I could be friends with. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, it, it is a weird situation to be in because, because yeah, with Instagram, I guess I've never followed evicted house guests before. This is new for me. Um, and now I'm follow I'm getting invested in their lives. A lot of them now are starting cameos, which is interesting. Uh, Izzy, I don't, I haven't talked to Izzy yet. Um, I don't think, right? Uh, no, I haven't. But uh, Izzy has a cameo. So that's interesting. I'm like, what are people asking her to say? What are people paying Izzy to say? Because Izzy's iconic moments from the show were Izzy having mental breakdowns about like what's happening in the house, who's going home. So like if you get a birthday message from Izzy, is it just her freaking out about your birthday and being like, I don't know. I don't know if it's his birthday or I don't know whose birthday it is and I don't know what's going on. I feel like they're targeting me. Like, is that the birthday message? Because that's iconic and I would pay $100 for that. Yeah, I hope so. So yeah, I have a lot of questions. Um, Anything else to talk about? I don't think so. I just pray that we wake up and she doesn't do what these guys want her to do. Because Cameron has been there for Bowie. Like, Bowie doesn't have a real reason to do this to Cameron. And Cameron will have her back. So, I hope that she doesn't get uh, persuaded to doing this. I know. Well, I guess we'll find out. Well, there you guys go. Hopefully, you enjoyed this very weird episode. It was uh, kind of serious in the beginning. And then it kind of, kind of stupid. And then it got kind of real kind of we got into a real fight and then we made up and then uh and then yeah i think you're gonna need to cut the dead air of the q a portion there was a lot of that there was a lot of pauses i'm sorry um and that's our show see you guys next time bye bye Uh oh here we go again fight with shane and ryland fight with shane and